Hello, 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 and welcome back to Tea and Twits. Just two girls talking about stuff that we care about. Laura, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, Megan. It is the most joyous of time when all the rainbows come out and it's just absolutely fabulous. And for this month, we have two special guests for this podcast. We have Adam and Logan. Howdy. I'm not very rainbowy, you know. I prefer a dark heart. I'm a dark art too, but I still have rainbow in me, dude. Exactly. So this podcast is all about Pride Month, um, our stories, you know, stuff like that. We're just going to have some fun with it. You guys ready? Yeah. Always. All right. Um, So let's just start with like what kind of what your guys' stories are like. When, like, is there a certain time that you guys knew that I guess how to word it is weren't straight I guess to where the straight part of us was our phase yes <laughs> that's the best <laughs> way I've heard it put accurate that is perfect um, but yeah that when you knew you weren't straight like just what was like your your aha moment kind of is what I'm getting at Logan, if you anyone wants to start. Uh, okay, I guess I'll start. This feels odd. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Tia Twits. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it's not the loud fine. obnoxiousness I'm used to. Um, I guess it would be my junior year of high school. Because it was just like little thoughts popping in my head of my best friend, like me and him dating. I'm like, oh, this is kind of odd. It'll probably go away. It vanished. Then I moved back here, started hanging out with him again, and then they reappeared. I'm like, oh, this isn't fun. <laughs> And so I told him that whole thing. He was like one of the first people I came out to. And he was cool with it and all. But like that first realization was a lot of me trying to hide it and denial of my own self. Mm-hmm. But then I just wow. grew into the acceptance of my own self. So. My story is a little bit different. Because I was like five or six when I first realized it. And uh, let's just say where I grew up, there really wasn't a whole lot to do unless you were able to get into Chicago or something like that. So me and my friends found a porno on TV. Reminder, we were six. I was more attracted to the guy than the girl. So, from six till now, I pretty much kept inside because, as I'll detail later on, my town wasn't very accepting of different people. I, so, I have one question. What? How did you manage to find a porno on TV at six? Yeah, like <laughs> that was the one thing that stuck out. I'm like, I I relate to a lot of your story, but it's like I got stuck on how you managed to find porno on TV at six. Have you met me? <laughs> I mean, honestly, point well made. If any of us could do it, it would be Adam. Fair point. Yeah, that's a good point. Adam would be the one to just casually be browsing, and be like, oh look, there's that. Like. <laughs> I could be at a funeral, and there could be an instant picture, and I would just say, I thought I saw her in a porno. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm okay. Um, Are you, though? (laughs) I'm never okay. Um, For me, it was... It's one of those things where I can't pinpoint a singular moment... And I was like, oh, aha. It's just one day it was like, oh, cool, there's this really cute guy. I have a crush on him. And then it's like, oh, there's this really cute girl. There's a crush on her. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the first time I, like, finally put a, like, a labeling on it would probably be end of middle, beginning of high school. Mm -hmm. When I first was like, oh, okay, I'm this. Or, no, I'm this. Because at first I was like, oh, I'm bi. And then it somewhere, I think, in between, like, a two-month period, I was, like, researching and trying to find 
what it was because I'm in South Florida. So it's a melting pot, but there's also the very conservative assholes. Yeah. And my family was that. Not like my mom and my brother, obviously, but like our extended family. So it was like researching and then it's like, oh, cool, I'm pansexual. That's what this is. And then it was just kind of very like la-di-da-da-da from there, kind of. All right. Um, I I do relate a lot to Adam's story, not the porno part. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I kind of knew from a very young age that I, I wasn't, you know, straight because um, I... I had a crush on my best friend as a kid. Um, obviously, she was female. And, um, and I'm like, that's not normal. But she was my best friend. So I, I didn't really think much of it until I started getting into, like, middle school, high school. And then that started to, you know, translate to other people. But I thought I was bi because that was, I'd only heard of, you know, mm-hmm. like, lesbian, bisexual Yay. But I didn't realize I was pansexual. Like, I didn't know the term for it until I actually watched an episode of Ollie's Open with Griffin on it. I, that's kind of when everything connected. I'm like, okay, that makes, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my story. But I guess before we go any further, we should probably clarify uh, if you guys want to, like, kind of where we fall in the LGBTQ community. Just so everyone that listens kind of has a an indication of, you know, where we're coming from with that. I'm bi and probably insane. Probably. <laughs> we're all insane, Adam. We don't have to yeah, actually yes, label that's, that. That's I feel already like said. To be specified. <laughs> Listen, I always specify I'm probably insane. Just so <laughs> Don't get surprised by my antics. Clinically insane man talks on podcasts. (laughs) There's the title. Yes. (laughs) All right. So, bye, Logan. Uh, I'm bye, but I'm actually still questioning some things as opposed to like more of it. Because there were some conversations I had with friends about other things. Like involving spectrums. Ah, yeah. The spectrums are the things that get you. Yeah. Yes. Like, especially when it comes <laughs> to the romantic stuff as opposed to the sexuality. Yes. I totally understand. And Laura and I think I, we clarified kind of our <laughs> story. Pansexual! Pansexual! <laughs> You're to both clarify. Deadpool. To, yeah, we're both Deadpool. Because we both play with swords. And yes. And Um... Hey, Logan. Clarify, that does not mean we actually like pans. You? No. <laughs> no. I'll be testing their sword skills out on you. If you don't get the reference, please watch Bad Ping. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, we don't like pans, but we will use them as weapons. Um, <laughs> if the need calls for it. Yes. So, I guess one of the main one of the big things about you know being in this community is kind of your coming out story I guess so my question to you guys is was there like you know specific people that you were either one afraid of coming out to or like people that you you know felt super comfortable with talking to about this stuff um for me it would be comfortable it was my friend Rachel, because she was one of the most accepting people I knew no matter what. And so she was the first one I broke the news to. Well, like, it's something sad, but um, just because it was different. And I was extremely um, worried about my dad's side finding out. Because they were all very Republican and in the hardcore Bible Belt of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So... My dad, when I told him, well, more like he found out, he was accepting, but he did say he'll respect my privacy, but I should not tell my aunt and my cousin. Because and that's kind of that's kind of the hard thing is when you're you you're like I can't tell specific people because of mm-hmm. their reactions to it. Yeah. 
And then it's I, on top of that when you mix in like, oh, this person who I told knows this person who I can't tell. It's the ever kind of fear of shit. Are they gonna like out out me accidentally or something? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll be honest. You guys were the first people I told, but if my brother was still alive, I probably would have told him a long time ago. Just because I, I knew even if we talked to people who didn't approve of my sexuality, he would call them out on their bullshit. And ever since he, he died, I've kind of avoided talking about it with my mom, my dad, and all of my family. Because my mom and dad would be approving, showed my other brother. Everyone else, they wouldn't approve, and it would show a little bit too much. So, you guys were the first people I told, and you're the people I'm comfortable about talking with it about. Because, as bad as this sounds, you guys are more like family than my, my own family. <laughs> we are less than 15 minutes into this and I already am going to cry. <laughs> I can at least speak for me, but... I can fix I'm... that. <laughs> I can make you guys hate me again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how this works, Adam. I can at least speak for me, but I, I'm sure it probably echoes sentiments for the other two. I'm honored that you trust us enough to talk about this with us. Because yeah. I know how incredibly scary it is to tell anyone. So, Laura, do you want to tell yours? <gasps> yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, I my thing is I've never like come out. Come out. It's like, oh yeah, I'm pan, and then just, I just kind of move on past it. Like, I think the first person like I physically probably told was my brother, who is also part of the LGBTQ plus community. So it was kind of simple of, oh, hey, this, as we were talking about other stuff. And I, the thing that I kind of get a lot from other people I have told, like people who I thought were like actual friends who I don't talk to anymore, is it's like, oh, I'm this, I'm pan. And they're like, like, why this, that, and the other? And they're like, oh, you've never had a relationship, this, that. And, like that's always thrown at me it's like well how do you know and it's like well I, I think I would know what I like mm-hmm. first of exactly. all but um, the people who I like talk to most about it are obviously like my brother we I've obviously told my mom my mom's I love my mom she's confused sometimes about it but she asks questions and she's accepting um I haven't really come out to my extended family per se because we haven't really talked to the one side of them since my brother came out. And that's just because they're conservative assholes who honestly have, I've wanted to just tell off and tell them to go fuck themselves forever. I know that feeling. Well, our our cousin has literally told both my brother and I, like, oh, you guys will find God in Jesus one day, this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. You'll... <laughs> and then, and that's, like, all in private messages. And then it's like, oh, happy cousin photo. Happy this. Happy this. And it's like, uh, you can go fuck your fun-loving self and go ride, ride, ride your horse that way. <laughs> like, goodbye. <laughs> I think what you're trying to say is if they were on fire and you were watching, you'd be roasting marshmallows on them, right? I don't want toxic fumes on my marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> yes, accurate answer. That makes for better s'mores, though. No, not the toxic. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, this is literally what, how bad peeing starts. <laughs> yeah. But at least true. we can contain it here. Yeah, we, we can. don't have 
more yelling. This is the calmest. Yeah. Why do you think Megan and I do this? I don't exactly. This was where you plan to take over the world. Also, that uh, we're getting to, we'll, we'll get to that podcast. That's later. <laughs> um. So, my mine is kind kind of weird. Um. Because the first person that I came out to, I get I come out to two family ma- members, quote unquote, and I'll explain that in a second. Um, I came out to my uncle when uh, we were at his um, wedding reception because he had just gotten married to his partner. He's part of the LGBTQ plus community, um, and I came out to my my adopted aunt who's actually my dad's friend from college mm-hmm. that you know she's she's always been my aunt to me i and understand that i have multiple of those yeah <laughs> but i came yeah. out to them because i know both of them would would respect my privacy wouldn't tell my parents um because <laughs> my family is a family of ministers Ooh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It, oh no it gets better it gets better um i am christian i and i say that because i'm also you know part of the community so mm-hmm. it kind of draws a hazy line of where i stand with family um but my family is much like laura's and very conservative very Bible thumping. I love my family. I love my family. <laughs> but my my dad, my mom, my brother, one of my cousins, my uncle, my grandmother, and my grandfather when he was alive, they are all ministers. So very heavily within the church. And they will not resist the influence to gay bash on many occasions when we were together to the point where the last time when my grandmother was in town that she had a conversation with my parents about how they thought that one of my cousins is gay because of all the pictures that she posts with her with her friends and how they act and my grandmother literally said that you know, there's that statistic that one in every five children and family is a gay, and I wanted to look over at them and go, yes, because it's me. <laughs> there's that vine where it's like, oh, like, everyone has a gay cousin. My brother and I laugh that we have the straight cousin. <laughs> um, I saw a meme, and it was like, if statistically speaking, if you, are, if you don't know who your gay cousin is, you are the gay yeah. cousin. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm then the bi cousin, so who has my other half? (laughs) (laughs) But that's why, like, I I have not been able to, you know, outside of people I trust, so you guys, and then my aunt and my uncle, I've not really came out to anyone because of fear that the town that I live in, anything that I do somehow gets back to my parents because Mm -hmm. everyone knows my family. So it's incredibly hard for me to do anything. So I've just been kind of, you know, my my apartment becomes my pansexual high space. Because <laughs> that's all I can do. And it's kind of, it's very lonely that way. Um, oh gosh, I forgot what else we were going to talk about. Um, I screamed out all I want to mention something. Um people you would have been afraid to come out to like yes they may have sadly passed but you look back on how your family talks about them and Mm -hmm. how do you think they would have reacted because i love my grandmother to death and she passed on valentine's day and now that i know more about myself and i've learned more about her i learned she was a hardcore bible something christian to where she didn't curse she was that kind of Mm. wow now I sit here and I'm like, she supported my entire family, but if she knew what myself, would she have reacted the same way? Mm-hmm. I guess for me, that that's still, my parents always top that list because I am so afraid that if I come out to them that they will completely disown me. And I don't live with them anymore. 
I live by myself. I'm completely independent, but I am. I don't want to lose my family. Mm-hmm. I think the person who I probably would have been most afraid of coming out to would have been my dad. He died when I was 10, which was so early on. And, like, obviously he's missed out on so much. But I know my brother and I have both had that fear. Because it's like, he probably would have accepted it once it was explained and once it went through a little bit. But it would have taken a while. And that's always kind of one of the things that I'm, I've always kind of struggled with the fact of, oh, if I, if I made him proud. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things that's always in the back of my mind where would he have accepted this? Mm-hmm. That's really the only person I would have been like afraid to like tell probably would have been my dad. Everyone else in my family, like my grandmother, she probably would have been okay with it. Well, at least my grandmother on my mother's side. Let me rephrase that. My grandfather on my mother's side didn't really give a shit about anything because he was confined to a wheelchair and we essentially took care of him. So it would have been like talking to a statue. So it would have been fine. Um, But everyone else... In the family, I'll be like, I'm just going to throw up the middle, my middle finger and then wave my pan pride flag and go say, f- tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> that's, that's the point I'm at right now. <laughs> for me, it would, Adam? For me, yeah, it sorry, would probably be a childhood friend. Just because I really couldn't trust him with anything. Like... You give him an inch and he'd take a mile sort of thing. Mm. So it was pretty bad. Which I know you guys have a suicide month thing coming up. Yes. Yeah, we've got a mental health podcast coming up in September. Yeah, which I can talk about it more there if you want. Mm-hmm. Perfect, yeah. That'd be great. It will explain a lot about me. It, so, if any of, you know, the people that we just talked about, if any of them were listening to this podcast or found this podcast, what's one thing that you want to say to them? Uh, I don't think I'm able to say it. That's totally fine. Anyone else? I don't even know. That's the thing. It's one of those things where I haven't thought about what I would have said. It's one of those things where it's like I would probably just be busting out in tears because I haven't seen my dad in 10 years. But. Right. (laughs) And that's understandable, Laura. Yeah. But um, I know the other thing we want to talk about if we're kind of done with that part is the importance of Pride Month. Yes. Yes. So, do we want to get historical with it, or we want to just uh, go with how why we think Pride Month is important? A uh, little historical, and then go with what we like. All right. So, who wants to talk about the historical aspect of Pride Month? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, let's talk about us first while I get my thing up, because I had something saved, and I lost it. Because my computer is a piece piece of shit that I need to replace. Um, All right. <laughs> so why we like it first? Uh... Um, I I like Pride Month just because it gives the it gives the community a chance to, I guess, kind of fight back. This is our month of resistance to all the the shit that goes on, especially now with. The current administration who is trying vehemently to to pull away the rights of the community. And plus it's pretty everywhere. All the rainbow flags. <laughs> All the rainbow flags. Yes. <laughs> I know it's a very bad and good topic. It's the um uh, the way the corporations react. Because it's a simple mm. rainbow flag, but you do see some of them actually react like, oh, majority of our proceeds will go to, like, the Trevor Project. 
Yeah. And just like, it's good to see corporations out here helping something like this, even if it's for a month. Yes, it would be nice to have it year round, especially like if, say, they had a constant pride shirt and all the proceeds of that was uh, of that shirt that was purchased, like went to the Trevor Project. Like that would be something amazing. There are but some it, companies that do have stuff year round, but I don't mm-hmm. know any of them off the top of my head. Um, I, I wanted to list one, but I didn't know. I think um, Converse started doing a Pride collection that might be year-round. Because I got mine in April before Pride Month. Mm. And mm. this whole thing started. But um, it's just the way corporations will help. Yes, it just could be good publicity. But it is still a way for them to show employees of theirs who are LGBT and let them speak for them. As opposed to just let it stay hidden, brush it under the carpet, because a lot of people are like, oh, fuck the LGBT. Fair enough. I know for me, Pride Month is kind of a celebration of who I like, who I am, who my brother is, who all my friends are, but it's also kind of a day, a, a day, a month of kind of remembrance of the people we've lost because of the discrimination against the LGBT community. And it's kind of just a way for us to celebrate who we are. Yeah, like, rainbows, this, that, and the other, but it's also a fact of, oh, I'm pan and proud, and I am didn't show it. And yeah, I kind of do that every day, but it's nice to have a month where the kind of influence of a society is kind of a little less on you on certain in certain ways for me it was just a case of i could be myself for the entire month until i came out that pretty much what it was for me because Again, didn't live in a good town growing up, and I was forced to suppress it. So it kind of became a case of, okay, if I suppress it enough, I'll be straight, everything will be fine, blah, blah, blah. But also gives me time to reflect on the person I've become. Mm-hmm. And being able to do this podcast, and meeting great people like you guys. That that means a lot to me because I I'll be honest, I'm surprised I survived to twenty five. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I can finally get off my chest. But I always thought I would die and my mom and dad would be sad, but at the same time, as bad as the sound, they would be relieved they didn't have a disappointment as a son. That's how I viewed it. Adam, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> I think that's his goal, this podcast. <laughs> he always has a goal, either for us to want to murder or cry or yell or something. This one is cry because it's it's not the usual yelling. It's it, this was an emotional one. It seems like now. I mean, that. honestly, oh, I understand why. It mm-hmm. pride, like yeah, we're happy, we're excited, but it's also kind of a time for us to reminisce and remember, kind of why who we are. Who we are. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Words I couldn't remember, <laughs> and especially after I guess what happened in 2016 during Pride Month. I believe it was 2016. Someone can't find it if I'm wrong. It was, it was either 2016 or 2015, I believe. It was 2016. 16. With it was the, right after I graduated from high the, school. With the shooting down in um, in Florida. Florida. It, it, Pride Month kind of becomes that more, more of that month of remembering those that, you know, fought, you know, I guess fought the good fight and then lost their life because of hate. It This podcast in particular, I'm not trying to make you guys cry. It's just, <laughs> Great. <laughs> Start with that. <laughs> it's just a case of 
this is the first time I get put out there. And I know it's the same with you guys. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but wonder if I came out to my brother, what would have would anything have been different? And as I talk more about it, that question always weighs more on my mind. But I also know that if I did, he wouldn't have cared. He would have told me to be myself. It was always his advice. Just be yourself and everything's going to be fine. And for the first time, I get to be myself. So this is kind of me taking his advice to heart now. I just... Be, be your ultimately you... fabulous self. Yeah. <laughs> the fabulous self that will make you cry today and pretty soon make you guys want to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder about, like, if I had had the chance to come out to my grandfather before he passed away in um, 2017. Um, I always wondered, you know, what would he say? But then I remember, you know, the person that he was and he was very loving and very open to everyone. So I always, I, I get that kind of, you know, that warm hearted feeling like maybe he would have been the one to change everyone else's minds in my family. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got Laura crying. <laughs> okay. Um, history of primates. Okay. Um, essentially, why June is something I like. I hear people ask a lot. My brother loves it because his birthday is June first, so it's the start of hurricane season in Florida and Pride Month. Um, yes. <laughs> but um. Pride Month is in June, essentially, to commemorate the Stonewall Rebellion, which is a series of riots that took place at the end of June 1969. And it's kind of was the turning point, essentially, for the pro-LGBT movement. Uh, And a lot more organizations were created after that. And the ones that were already created before the riots had kind of gained more, I don't want to say plebiscite, I can't even say publicity. Publicity. Thank you. <laughs> can't even say fucking words. I know words good. Um, we, te- we tell good. We tell good. <laughs> um, it's essentially kind of co- to commemorate that and to remember kind of the months that followed and how the solidarity of the whole community took kind of just went along and fought fought back essentially to a lot of the asshole governments and religious zealots i'm gonna put that put it like that <laughs> you put it nicer than i would have assholes uh yeah. again nicer than i would have put it fair enough and what's and what's cool is that this year is actually the 50th anniversary yep. of the Stonewall uh-huh. riots, and you know during the during the celebration in New York, the NYPD actually apologized for raiding Stonewall. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of you know it's it's a um, it's a big thing like for them to actually you know acknowledge that they've done something wrong and but you know without that history where would we be now probably dead (laughs) or creating our own rebellion one of the two yes even though we are still creating our own rebellion because of the current political situation yes yeah don't get me started (gasps) that's why we're not doing that that's why i just said current political we're moving on from that um, I feel like the we should probably end on a happier note. Slash, I have, have, I have topics. A, I have a fun thing. I have a fun thing to do. Okay, I can't wait thing. to destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have a list of facts about the LGBTQ community. Okay, facts or stereotypes? Facts. 
Good facts. They're oh, nice. I'm gonna look up stereotypes. Let's do this so we can shoot those. Let's out. do a stereotype right. bingo for each sex, each sexuality here. So bisexual, pansexual. <laughs> All right. So while Laura's looking up that, it's this list is split up into like sections of five. So I'm not gonna go through all of them because there's 38 on this list. Mm-hmm. Um. So Adam, pick a number between one and five. Uh, three. All right. Although a staunch and faithful Christian, the wife of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Coretta Scott King, was an early advocate for gay rights. King even fought for the Civil Rights Act to include LGBT citizens as a protected class. That honestly doesn't surprise me because when you look at what Martin Luther King did, like, I'm not surprised his wife stood up for for the gays and all that. But him and his wife did a whole lot to help draw attention to the civil rights problem. Mm-hmm. Alright, Logan, pick a number between one and five. One. Alright, LGBT activists in Australia created a kingdom in nearby islands called the gay and lesbian kingdom of the Coral Sea Islands. The national flag is the LGBT color flag, and the official currency is the euro. Can we, Can go we there? move our office location? Yes. <laughs> Adam, okay, final the say. Animals from Australia aren't there. I'm good. <laughs> Perfect. There's another one in this in this grouping of five that I I kind of want to hit on because I love this. B. Arthur, Dorothy from the Golden Girls, left $300,000 to an organization that houses homeless LGBT youth after she died in 2009. Yeah. Awesome. I love her. Okay. Laura, pick a number between one and five. Uh, one. The use of the term lesbian derives from the poems of Sappho, an ancient Greek female poet who was born on the island of Lesbos and who wrote love poems to other women. Nowadays, Lesbos is a popular destination for LGBT tourism for this reason. <laughs> now we're just getting more places for the office to be. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or at, least a, or at least a journey for us. Just like go on a trip. Oh, yes. yes. All right, Adam, and I, I need another number. Four. Greek islanders from Lesbos once sued an LGBT rights group to stop using the term lesbian to refer to gay gay women. <laughs> That's strange. That's an interesting one. All right, Logan, need number. Five. According to the Pew Research Center survey of 1,200 LGBT adults, bisexuals are much less likely than gay, gay men and lesbians to say their, that their sexual orientation is an important part of who they are and are much more likely than gay men and lesbians to be married most with the opposite sex. Well, then, <laughs> I go towards that. My relationship with women range from being a rebound to literally having them call in a threat on the <laughs> fucking schools. My relationship with men and women is about the same. None of them want anything to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm laughing like half at that, but half I'm like looking up stereotypes, and I just found something that says "Are all vampires bi?" and I just had to fucking lose it. Oh my gosh. Laura, a number, please. Uh, four. Prior to the European settlement, many Native American tribes respected LGBT rights. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Europeans, right. they took our rights. <laughs> I mean, true. Uh, Adam, another number, please. Two. The Maori of New Zealand has a word... I'm going to butcher this. Taka Tapui, which they today use to describe people who are Maori and LGBT. It wasn't used for a long time, but was reinstated with its current usage in the 1990s. Interesting. All right. Logan, I need a number between one and three. 
Two. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's man- manana. It's not manana because there's no and there's no squiggle. Manana. Uh, manana. Written in 1978, was an LGBT protest song challenging people to mind their own business and don't judge. No yes. figure. <laughs> All right, there, that's the shuffle of the of the facts. Laura, what'd you find on stereotypes? Oof, oh, so much. Who do we want to start with, Pi or Pan? Ladies uh, first, so Pan? Oh, okay, let's see. As I flip my hair, this is not the one I wanted. Go away. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, but isn't that just being bisexual? No, it's different. <laughs> it's different. Uh, so it's different because bisexual, by definition, is sexually attracted to both men and women. The definition of pansexual is not limited to sexual choice with regards to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. Uh, there, there was a video that BuzzFeed did a couple years ago that that kind of, you know, helped with organizing how the sexualities are different. Bisexuals like hot dogs and tacos. Pansexuals just like food. I remember that video. <laughs> I actually think I saw a good thing that described that. It was uh, heterosexual door swings one way. Homosexual door swings the other way. Bisexual door swings both ways. Pansexual, it's a revolving door. Yes, I love that one. <laughs> and then asexual, you're just a wall. There's a wall. <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay, um, another stereotype is that, like, if you haven't been with all genders, how can you know? We kind of had that discussion earlier. Uh, the one that goes for both of ours, um, it's just a phase, guys. Oh my god. If I had a dollar for every time. uh, We could have a yacht and a new office. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, oh. continuing with pansexuals, are you attracted to kitchen pans? <laughs> I have a story with this one. Go ahead. I have a story. I so, did say it to a friend of mine once, actually. <laughs> in, in college, this is why I have not, you know, really spoken about being pansexual. In college, I was in a steel drum band, and we called them steel pans. <laughs> Can you guess why I didn't say anything? <laughs> Oh my god, it's beautiful. <laughs> I am not attracted to my instruments. <laughs> you, uh, eh, there are some people. Uh... <laughs> we don't talk about them. We don't king shame. That's a whole nother podcast. Um, yeah. Not where we king shame, where we just talk about it. Um, <laughs> the Another one that goes for both of ours. God damn it. It's, um. You're dating someone of the opposite sex or whatever. Doesn't that make you straight? No. No. Makes me fucking insane because they're probably going to do something stupid within next three days. True. Um, <laughs> just say you're bisexual and stop making up words. Which I've actually heard that from people. Just say you're a carrot and stop making up your human beingness. Is Kunta Magula made up word? I don't know. So, Kunta Magula. If it is, that's what they are. <laughs> um, this is the one that I've like actually gotten into fucking debates about. So you're pansexual. Does that mean that you're in multiple person relationships? No, that's it's poly. polyamorous. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also really sucky to be both pan and poly. <laughs> there's also a great song by breaking benjamin (laughs) you're correct you are very correct you are not wrong in that aspect um there's the stereotype of i think that we kind of touched on is you can't be religious and on the spectrum bullshit You say that, and Megan will raise you two middle fingers. <laughs> exactly, because there's there. I'm gonna get spiritual for half a second, but not really. Um, there's a verse in the Bible. It's Galatians three twenty eight. Neither Jew nor Gentile shall be lesser in the eyes of God. And and I've learned this for I've learned this from TikTok. So bear with me. Oh God, this oh, thing. God. 
think yes, you know where I'm going. I know where you're going. Homosexuality is a sin. Jesus died for our sins. Jesus died for the gays. I win. I, I think I, <laughs> my favorite thing about God being in support of homosexuality is one man who lays with another shall be stoned. Oh, yes, gay marriage is fine, as long as you're high while doing it. <laughs> yes! Okay. Um, another hey. one that goes for both of ours. Uh, you can't choose one side, can you? I mean, you like chocolate ice cream, you like vanilla ice cream. Pick a fucking side, you dick. <laughs> Swirl! You know, the type the of... Neapolitan! <laughs> <laughs> Legit, our flag. Um, the God, I keep finding ones that kind of go for both of ours, but it's um that pansexuals and bisexuals cannot co- coexist. Um, well, promotion. kind of confirms that. I'm not. No, it just means that we gain. You screamed at me. Okay, and those are the like majority of the ones I have for hands. Um, Bisexual. <laughs> uh, did my computer really fucking close that tab? Okay, let's see. Rip. I had another one that fucking worked perfectly. Now this one's not working. Okay. Um that you're more likely to cheat. Uh, that's a bold-faced lie. Yeah. I would have to get um, in first. <laughs> also that. Same, Adam. <laughs> um, I think it's one I've already said, but you've only ever been with one gender. How can you still be bi? Technically, I've been with neither, so... My experience with, <laughs> with women has ranged from being a rebound to one calling in a thread on a school. I mean, <laughs> Megan just yells, Logan. <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, that, that was my friend through Xbox. They wanted to listen to this live, apparently. Oh, I forgot you had people oh. listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Um, okay. They aren't uh, here. Shh, ignore them. I ignore you lot daily, so. I'm aware. <laughs> we can tell. Oh my god. Um, that people are just bisexual to increase their dating uh, probability of like being successful. <laughs> Has been successful. I can tell you that much. Uh, Why did this BuzzFeed article come up? <laughs> it's kind of hilarious though. It's 22 tweets for bisexuals who are just done tired of the bullshit. Which oh, some of these are great, by the way. Um, sarcastic asshole. Um, that two bisexual. <laughs> I'm sorry. That two bisexual people are just in a straight relationship. Wait. Wait. What? Hang on. I know. Wait yeah. I'm trying to do that math. Trying to do that math here. I don't understand that math. I really don't. Um, that bisexuals are just in it for threesomes. Nope, that's not hammers again. Try again. (laughs) Try again. Uh, uh, Let me see if I can find this one that fucking closed on me. Uh, Conversing. again. I've I've been I've been looking up um, kind of famous LGBT people who are starting to change the you know change the culture. I found a couple interesting ones that I did not know. Okay, I found I found the one I closed. Do we want to do yours first? We want to continue with this for two seconds. Let's continue with that, and I'll um, I'll say mine. That uh, that bisexual is just a phase before someone comes out as gay or lesbian. I love you all laughing. It's my favorite what, part. What is, is that an option? Uh, everything's an option if you try hard enough. 
Oh, no, I just got yeah. a bad image. Why did you say that? You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Hey, Megan, we're not here to kink shave anyone. No, I just... So I keep going. I'll get out of the gutter. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm continuing now. All women are bisexual, or there's no bisexual men. Fucking lies. Uh... Um, hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, you? <laughs> Someone cannot identify as bisexual unless they like both men and women equally. What about hating them? Does that work? That makes you normal. That, yeah. <laughs> That's what normal feels like. Huh. I don't like it. Um, that oh bisexuals are transphobic, which we all know is a lie. Um, I'm phobic. Transphobic. No, he said he's dumbass phobic. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. You're afraid of yourself. I know. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, the last one I have that kind of goes for both of us again is that bisexuals are promiscuous, poly, poly. Oh God, I can't say it. polyamorous <laughs> and or immoral. You Wait, hear that you load of you're immoral? Yeah, <laughs> this thing I'm saying is legit just right is that it says bisexuals are immoral. Oh, I thought you said immortal. No. Not immortal, you are not Thor. Okay, let's Damn go back. It. Let's go back to all the vampires being bisexual, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, did you say immortal? <laughs> we can all hope. We can all hope. Okay. So, I found this article on 20 LGBT people who are who changed the world. First one on this list, I would never have guessed. It is Alexander the Great. Oh, I thought you were going to say Hamilton. No, no, I no. I mean, there's a chance. He's not, e- he's not even on this list, and I thought he would be. He should be. Because he wrote with Lawrence? Oh yeah, he was he okay. was totally another topic. Along. Another topic. Continue. <laughs> anyway, Alexander the Great was there's like three of them on this list that completely blew my mind. But he's on there. Zemnon is a queen from Egypt. I'm not even gonna try. But apparently, she was transgender. Um, Leonardo da Vinci was gay. Apparently. Yeah, there were. Rumors that he was with his uh, assistant, and they were all guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, Alan Turing, if y'all know about him, nope. that name sounds familiar. Imitation game. Yep. Okay. He's the one that broke the um, the Nazi enigma during the war. Yeah. All right, um, Michelangelo, uh, Barbara Giddings. I have no idea who that is, but she was uh, she was leading the fight before Stonewall. Chris Christine Jorgensen, Sally Ride, who was the first um, gay astronaut. Harvey Milk, who you know was leading the fight in San Francisco. Uh, Tammy Baldwin, who is the first lesbian, first out member of the LGBT community to be elected to the Senate. I don't know who they are, so I'm skipping that. Ellen, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Barney Frank, who is a member of the Massachusetts House of Rep. Uh, James Baldwin. Bayard Rustin. I, he was part of the Civil Rights Movement. And Troy Perry, Harry Hay. There's a lot of these. Oscar Wilde is on here, apparently, which kind of is a duh. Um, but the the main one that's confused on was Alexander the Great, because I'm like, I would not have figured that. But that's, I just was Googling. <laughs> I have some more people. Well, I don't want to like call it people, but it's like celebrities, essentially, that are on the spectrum or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first and foremost, um, obviously we have Ellen DeGeneres. 
Um, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. Yes. Um, Brendan Yuri, what's up? Yes. <laughs> um, Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. Daniel Newman. Did not Who's that? Know that. Daniel Newman, he was on uh, Walking Dead and some other shows. I can't remember. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, why is this freezing on me? Uh, Michael Sam. Yeah. Next. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. A lot of people did, in all honesty. <laughs> Wasn't meant as a bad thing. I'm just like, I, there's a I lot know, of people. I know. It, it's just he was the first NFL openly gay NFL player. He was taking the seventh mm-hmm. round. So that kind of tells you what you what you need to know. Yeah. Then after his NFL career, he just disappeared off the map. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, did I say Ellen Page already? I can't remember. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, Tim Cook. Joel Gray. <sighs> My computer hates me. Angelina Jolie. Really? Wait, what? Uh, yeah, da, 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 da. We need to know if we have a shot. <laughs> Shut up. Everyone has a shot if you try hard enough. Um, Jason Collins. <laughs> Cynthia Nixon. Oh, I never know that. Okay, cool. Uh, Jodie Foster. Really? Yeah. Uh, Raven Simone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that one Continue. she came out with as soon as she got done with Disney Channel. <laughs> she left Disney and she's like, oh, fuck you. Um, Halsey, <laughs> obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Da-da-da. Uh Jim Parsons. Yeah. Who has some of the best fucking comebacks about that shit, and I love him for it. <laughs> uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Ryan O'Callaghan. Um, Ian Thorpe, I think is how you say his last name. What uh, has he done? Uh Olympic swimmer. Oh, okay. I think it was yeah, swimmer. Uh, uh, Amber Heard. Soccer player, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. I think. <clears throat> what I'm reading says yes, but there's two Amber Heard, so I'm like, uh, maybe. I was gonna say, I know the I, one that's I married to Johnny Depp. Oh, both. I think it's both of them because I there was a second Amber Heard, and it's the one that's married to Johnny Depp because she's bisexual. Huh. Um, Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus. Obviously. Zachary Quinto- Quintino. Quintino. I think that's how I say it. Fuck. This. What? Yes. Fuck. Oh, okay. Uh, Bella Thorne. <laughs> I was like, are you okay? <laughs> Yes, I'm fine. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Huh. Well, Niall Dillard. Well, I mean, that, that one kind of came after out after a whole lot of bad things about him. So, oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, well, skip over that. Uh, Niall yeah. DiMarco. <laughs> yes, I love, love him. him. Um, Gordon Thompson. Ryan Atkin? Yeah. I was like, fuck, how do I say this last name? <laughs> Who is an English football player. Matt Bowman. Bowerman? Bowman? Bomer? Bomer? Mm-hmm. Tyler the Creator. Mm-hmm. Which I did not know that. I don't know. Okay, potentially. This random person, I have no fucking clue who the name of is. <laughs> and that's the end of my article. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh my goodness. Does anyone else have any more topics that we want to talk about? Uh, I have one. Mm-hmm. Like, for those who are afraid of coming out, like, what advice would you give them? 
Oh, that's a good question. Find one person. There always will be the one person who you will undoubtedly know that will not fuck you over. Mm. Even if you're terrified of it, there's one person. Yeah. Um, Um, I'm going to say at the end of the day, no matter what hate people may spew your way, you are still you. You are not any less valid of a human being because of you are yourself. And stick to being yourself because those people are cunt walkers. <laughs> That's something I haven't heard in a while. Cunt waffle. Wow. <laughs> Not part of the bounce breakfast. No. <laughs> oh, God. Um. I would probably, you know, I echo Laura's, um, Laura's sentiments, but, you know, find the one person, the, that group of people that will love you and accept you no matter what, and if you cannot find them, I will become your new mother, you may come to me, (laughs) because I will love you no matter what. (laughs) Honestly, the internet is a great place for that fact of, you can Mm -hmm. find people that share your values and your struggles essentially and exactly. if you're still in and we'll make fun of you and we'll make fun of you essentially but assess oh i can't fucking speak consistently words are hard for you today words are very listen i've had a rough work week um <laughs> who will constantly make fun of you but in like a way that is it a bad thing i i don't know what the fuck i was going with that there we go Thanks, Logan. Um, and another thing is a lot of schools now have clubs that you're able to stay after and just be with people. And it's kind of anonymous in a way to where you can kind of go and pretend you're at a different club for a while. But you're really at mm-hmm. the, hey, cool, I'm gay club. <laughs> I like that. The, hey, cool, I'm gay club. Yes. Everyone <laughs> has a different name for it. Right. Adam, do you have any advice? Yeah. To echo what Logan said earlier, just be yourself. Like, that's the advice I always got from my brother. And it may be hard coming out at first, but if you're true to yourself, there's no limit to what you can't do or can or however you want to say it. Like, you just have to be true to yourself. And if anybody gives you problems, send us a message. I know I know Laura wants to practice her sword skills on people before coming and visiting me. <laughs> we don't have to get into. We need practice dummies. Megan, <laughs> I just sent you something on Tumblr that you did not enjoy. Oh, God. <laughs> me with my head off. But that's okay. And if you need somebody to talk to, don't be <laughs> afraid to reach out to somebody. Somebody you trust. I had two teachers in my entire school school life that I knew I could trust. I also had an ROTC teacher, but I don't view the mass teachers as much as I view the mass mentors. And one thing I always got from them is it's easier to be there for somebody than being the person who needs somebody. Mm-hmm. And this podcast actually showed how true that is because I was always the person who would sit there, listen to problems, take everything out. Again, I didn't think I'd live to be 25. So, 21. And it's... But we're glad that you are. Yeah, you... You say that now. Adam's like, you're gonna regret saying that. Yeah. Hey, as much as I give y'all shit, I'm so glad that you guys are my friends. And I'm so glad you guys are here. I'm gonna remember those sentences when it comes to the... um podcast in September, because I want some things to say on there. Yeah. 
Yes, you both are definitely invited back for our September podcast. Yeah, because without those teachers, without my brothers, and without my ROTC teachers, I wouldn't be here. And being there, even if you're just one person, therefore two, three, four other people, you're good. Because maybe you can introduce them. And by introducing them, you introduce them to people who share their beliefs. You're giving them other people to trust. You just have to be willing to be the person. And you have to be yourself. And if you're not yourself, how can you be the one person people rely on? Exactly. I well, got, I got there. <laughs> well, this has been a not a heavy podcast, but a very you know therapeutic. Very, I mean, yes, yes, thank it, you. It's been very helpful. I feel for all of us in some way or another. Yes, and I hope you guys have enjoyed. Well, not you guys have enjoyed being on the podcast with us, and I hope those that are listening have enjoyed. You know, hearing our stories and us having some fun. Um, but if you need someone to talk to about, you know, stuff relating to the LGBT community or just someone to talk to in general, reach out and, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Um, we are more than willing to listen to you guys. And if you, you, if you guys would like to give your Twitter handles... That people can talk to you if you would like that. Hold on, let me open Twitter because I forgot it. <laughs> me, our first podcast. <laughs> one one seven, I believe. Yes, yeah, at Noble Caboose one one seven. He's holding a human hand and it's SpongeBob. And mine is the Atom Bomb ninety. Just because that was the nickname I got from a couple of friends for uh, reasons we don't have to go into. <laughs> Reasons. Um, Lady Laura 01, as always. And mine is Master of Psych 17. Um, but thank you guys for. I want to do a thing as we sign off, by the way. All right. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Thank you guys for being on. Thank you. Uh, we will be. Yes, thank you for having us. <laughs> we will be back next month with a brand new topic. And Laura, you can go ahead and sign us out. Take it easy, guys, gals, and non binary pals. Bye. Wait a minute. I what stole from Thomas called? Sanders. Let me live. <laughs> <laughs> right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.